0: Sleepy town settling in for
1: Back to our old stomping grounds. I was talking to myself that entire time. (laughs) I'm sorry. I had another browser open and I wasn't looking at at the screen recording. And I was like, she's awfully quiet. Did I say something wrong? Because I was like. I don't know when I don't know when I clicked out of it. I was just closing things because I was so fucking furious. I'm so Because I was talking about my cats how they were keeping me up this morning, and I was like, I was about to open my fucking door and be like, "Bye, you guys are about to be strays again." And you Aww. were just like crickets. And I was like, <laughs> "Where'd she go?" <laughs> and then I and then I went back to the room, and it was just me. And I was like, "Oh, how long was I talking to myself?" <laughs> I heard the cats part. Okay. And then it was gone. <laughs> hey, which hey. Hey, witch, hey. Wow. Context. We are trying to um, get going on Zoomcaster because we heard Zen-Caster. it's better. Zencaster. Than- oh. <laughs> See, I don't fucking know what we're doing. You're just like, here, let's do this. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Zencaster because we heard the quality is better, but um, we're having technical difficulties this morning. So I think we have to test it out a little more before we jump the sh- jump ship here on Zoom. Yeah, we'll eventually graduate from Zoom to something more professional but right now it's not the all the stuff that we've been using in zoom like the screen share and having video like it's great Dual recording dual recording it does you know it separates those tracks but like it's just shit who knows we haven't gotten complaints yet so who cares i've listened to shows that have been like on the air a while and it still sounds way worse than we sound yeah i don't think we sound that bad i mean the only thing that's kind of annoying is the zoom how it cuts in and out of microphones when you get too loud or like somebody talks over you but that's why we have the dual recording so if somebody's talking over you you still have that other recording to kind of separate the voices anyway so i mean it's i think it's okay for now i'm content with this i know we want to make ourselves sound better but i mean i think this is okay for now for what it is did you have to pay for that zencaster thing Nah. okay all right because i saw the little pricing tab on the top i was like and I, I was like, "Oh, she said she signed up for this. I hope she didn't pay for this already." <laughs> I didn't put any like card information in, so I swear to God, if it starts charging me, <laughs> like fucking Evernote did, I, I accidentally oh had like god. the Evernote thing. I don't. And there was another app that was like, "You've been charged sixty dollars because you forgot to cancel your trial." Oh my god! Uh- All right, let's get these notes. What do we got going today? Own oh, Tree
0: Day. Oh, Tree Day.
1: Song of number two. What did she say? It's a big deal to get chosen. <laughs> yeah. You guys picked this one, right? The patrons picked this Song of Soad? They did. Out of, I think there were like three or four. I think this one won by a landslide. Took my love and I took it down. <laughs> I see what you did there. It took me a minute. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a slow morning. <laughs> me too. What is this? I don't know. Something's going February, on. February lull. Um, over this winter, every morning I after I'm done showering and I'm like getting ready and putting my clothes on, I'm always like, Alexa, what's the weather today? And then she's like, it's less than you want it to be. <laughs> Go back to bed. You're just <laughs> hoping it's a little warmer. Yeah, yeah. So whenever she's like 60 something or 55 degrees and above is like, okay, awesome. I could deal with that. It's like, yeah, nice. Weather, it's good. But I mean, like, I know it's not good because we're in February and global warming, like we're not supposed, it's not supposed to be this warm. Let me tell you (laughs) what, 77 down here today, 77 tomorrow, I'm jealous, one on Thursday. So jealous, but you know, there's some poor ass polar bear just like drowning out there. (laughs) It's, it's awful. It is awful. Anyway, I'm putting on my, uh lavender and vanilla aromatherapy this was free i got it i had a coupon for like an eight dollar or less uh bath and body product at uh, bath and body works you know what scent i just fucking die for is honeysuckle
0: Ooh, love
1: honeysuckle i had somebody gave me like a little like tester freebie and it's honeysuckle scented it's amazing it's so amazing and i just (laughs) savor it we had a honeysuckle vine growing along our fence a couple years ago, mm-hmm. but it was intertwined with, like, all this, like, crap English ivy that we dug up and tore out. We, would like, dug up all the roots, and we, it came out with all of the other ivy. It was just, like, t- all tangled in with all of it, yeah. and I was like, mm, it smells so good. Yeah, it love- does. Do we have any patrons?
0: We got a patron. We got a patron. Yay.
1: Yay! their name is Samantha, and they joined us for our live that we had a couple days ago. Sam, Samantha, thank you for being our little lilac. Welcome, Samantha.
0: Lilac.
1: Lilac. Oh, you know, I've been meaning to write those little patron songs. I, I had AI help us out, but You're I want to hear what you have. You're on my list. I keep forget. Dude, this the past like week has been nuts. I was trying to fix some of the stuff on the placenta episode and then I was finishing editing the Laura episode and now I'm jumping right into edits for the goofs and trivia episode, which I told you something got shifted around and I had to redo all my freaking edits on half the episode before I picked up where I left off. And I was just like, but Sam, you get, you get yourself a song episode and then we hope you enjoyed phone tree. You got, she got to hear a little bit of phone tree day on her live. Yeah, we we premiered like the first, up to the end of the first chorus, we premiered a little bit of it on our Facebook Live. So yeah, you guys, if you guys want like, you know, behind the scenes live shows and live little sneak peeks of our songs that we haven't aired yet, get in on our $5 tier so you access our Discord, our Facebook Lives. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun on, was it Sunday? (laughs) No. Wow, that was two days ago already. (laughs) Like a wrecking ball that day. And I just wanted to match your energy. I did put on our, guys, we have a public like Spotify playlist of all the songs that we showcase on the show or talk about on the show. And it's really like, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good playlist. It gets you in a good mood. So that's what I had on right before. Yeah, our patrons helped us pick out the songs for the next WMSR session episode. Which comes out right after this. Because this is episode 20. That's right. (gasps) Right, every ten episodes, we get a we get a MSR episode. It still reminds me of AARP. I don't know why my throat just did that either. <laughs> like, uh, uh, um, yeah. So all the songs we we mention either in passing on the show, or if the songs have something to actually do with the the episode, we take all those epi- all the songs and put them into one little radio show for you guys. We talk a little bit more about the songs, a little more in depth. So a lot yeah. of fun it's like radio show style right? the only thing is it is for spotify listeners apple podcast listeners won't be able to listen to those you can get a, what a 30 second clip spotify is free to download you can get a 30 second clip or if you have premium spotify you get the whole song i do have some addendums to our goofs and trivia yeah. episode but i think i'll save that for our lilac episode because yeah? i don't okay. have I'm completely ready to go right now oh it's a surprise? Yes. Oh no. Cuz cuz we talked about a couple things and I I disprove your theory.
0: Oh. No! I hate being wrong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh! This is great. This disproves her theory. I have to Yeah, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. Just... Oh fuck. I can't believe you. I can't believe you. Okay. <laughs> did you did you really put it past me to not like dig into it even further than we already did. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what subject. I don't know what goof or trivia. Uh, I'm not going to say okay. it. Okay. We'll, we'll look find into out it. next week. Yeah. I can't Great. let you look into it and then be like, oh, no, no, no. I'm going to backpedal on what I said. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> All right. All right. So let's go back to the past. Do you have any messages about us talking about this mm. song in particular? Um, Via text i yes. don't know but on the evernote file i do have a little itty bitty clump that you sent over to me i like in the notes in the evernote document you you put like in parentheses some kind of walk down situation adjust whatever to fit recorded this with aaron sorry for the whisper <laughs> <laughs> so he must have been sleeping next to you, he when you yeah i think he was <laughs> So sneaky so i think uh do you want to start at the beginning and we'll circle back around to the bridge yeah sure yeah we'll do that okay so this obviously was inspired by the scene the phone tree day scene when the women in the verbena shop are talking about sally having to go and jillian's just kind of in interested intrigued listening like and then you see that look on her face like i'm about to start some shit yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. She's about, she about to pop some stacks. $20 in her pocket. So yeah, so this is about, this song is from, from Jillian's perspective. When she goes to visit Sally at that horrible PTA meeting, mm-hmm. which by the way, I think we talked about this somewhere else. On the live. Yeah, yeah. It says PTC on the board, not PTA. Mm-hmm. I guess it's phone tree committee, right? Mm-hmm. What does the A in PTA stand for? Association. But is it like parental something association? Parent teacher association. Parent teacher association. Okay, yeah. so then PTC must be committee. Country committee, I guess. Yes. Yeah. I don't think it's parent teacher. I don't think any, I don't think those were teachers in that room. They were all nosy ass like townspeople. Maybe they weren't legally allowed to be an association. Maybe they're not a part of the uh the union. The union. <laughs> the uh board of education. Yeah. 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 They're um their bluegrass movement (laughs) Is that what they call it bluegrass no no not bluegrass uh grassroots (laughs) 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 talking about bluegrass going back to uh no diggity i'm gonna pop some tags that's such a cool mashup i'm so obsessed with that mashup i'm glad you introduced me to that which by the way that's going to be on our next episode we're going to talk about that song awesome this is the um the pta meeting Jillian goes, stirs up all that drama in her little itty-bitty crop top and her belly chain and her snake tattoos. So this song is very springtime to me. Yeah. It's like yeah. a little hop, skip, and a jump kind of medley. We also talked about how Jillian in that scene, she deliberately... Okay, so this scene started before, right before this scene. She was in the Verbena shop. Carla and Linda were giving her the lowdown about the phone tree. She was, like, getting this idea in her head, I guess. Something clicked when they told her about what goes down at these meetings and how Sally just wants to be normal. So she must have got something clicked in her head. She actually had to have gone home, gotten changed into this getup that she wore into this phone tree because she was not wearing that the scene before which was the same day this is a special trip she went home to get changed to put on on this this um suggestive outfit to go rile up these townswomen. at a girl yeah so um this song is kind of from her her perspective and she knows she knows how much this means to sally how sally just wants to be normal and to fit in and to do normal things as normal as the pta even though Jillian knows that this life is not for her, Jillian's like, I think I even say in somewhere in these lyrics. So in the very first verse. Yeah. I guess let's go verse by verse. Well, let's... I have a question because in your first two lines, it sounds like this is what the ta- the women in the PTA say in the movie or yes. PTC say in the movie. However, the next two lines are kind of, are from Jillian's perspective. So did you intend for the first two and the second two to be like Jillian all Jillian talking no so okay okay. so so the verse starts off it goes do you know about her snake tattoo did you hear about the coach she screwed well guess who's back girls hang on to your husband's Mm -hmm. so those first two lines are obviously from the townspeople's point of view Mm -hmm. right and then this next two lines is from Jillian's perspective well guess who's back girls hang on to your husband's so in my mind I kind of had it like jillian was kind of like mocking them like she's saying this out loud to herself like did you know about our snake tattoo exactly you know about the cozy screw well guess who's back girls yeah exactly so it was i kind of wrote it in more of like a mockery kind of tone okay that's what i was thinking i yeah. was looking at it today i'm like yeah. that could be her just like yeah like, nah, 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 nah. you yeah, know exactly yeah. yep yep cool it's exactly how I, I wrote it with that intent in mind So that whole first first verse is very like Jillian kind of recognizing that these townsfolk are talking about her like she knows she knows she's her words are always in their mouths. She knows that and she kind of uses it to her advantage like she she doesn't really give a shit because she knows that this isn't the place for her, but Mm -hmm. she's there not for herself she's there for her sister. Part of me, though, thinks she thrives off of that like main character coming back to town energy. 100%. Know, she loves it. 100%. She right. knows she's being talked about. And, you know, when she leaves, when she left Magnolia Street back when she was a little younger, she she left because she was sick about people talking about her. Mm-hmm. But now she's coming back with this like new little edge and new little like I've experienced some shit out in the world you bitches don't know anything else but Magnolia Street mm-hmm. I have a leg up on you mm-hmm. like now I can come back with confidence knowing that you're talking all the shit about me but it really doesn't mean anything because there's a bigger world out there there's so much more out there to experience exactly she uses it to her advantage for sure yeah. and she's like fucking congratulations to to uh Bonnie Raitt for like hey let's give him something to talk about attitude right she's about it and that is why she went home to change. Yes. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. But those women are not showing any angle. You know what I mean? That's the kind (laughs) of, that's the kind of town they're in. Yeah. Hence why I also think Jillian is a Sagittarius because she just doesn't give a fuck what they have to say about her. She doesn't care anymore. But you know what? She does when it comes to her nieces. That's the thing about a SAG, okay? A SAG doesn't get their feelings hurt too easily. They let a lot of shit roll off their back. But when it comes to the people they love, watch the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah watch watch out. Like with the girl, she's like, what if they don't like me? You know, she's very concerned about them yeah. loving her. And that's yeah. really sweet because for everybody else, she doesn't give a, sh- a rip about. Exactly. And I guess that's what that's what I love about being a SAG. We don't really let too much outside noise, you know, get into our, I don't know, our psyche. But when it comes to the people we love, that's what that's what matters the most. Like we care about what people that we love you know, think and feel about who we are. Like we, yeah. I don't know, if I don't know if we're people pleasers per se, but we do care about the people we love. I have to say that. If there's anything I gotta say, I will throw down for. You're like a deep fried jelly donut with, <laughs> like, you're a little <laughs> little crusty and hard on the outside, but inside you're all gooey, sizzling, yeah, <laughs> sizzling. <laughs>
0: sizzling.
1: So, so Jillian, yeah, so she she does this because she she loves her sister and she just wants to see her sister be happy and she goes there ready to throw down because she's like (laughs) oh oh she's these bitches want to mess with my sister i'm gonna go i'm gonna go give them something to talk about because she kind of takes if you notice she kind of takes the the spotlight off sally not because like sally she wants to be normal she wants to fit in but she also like she doesn't want to be talked bad about and I think Jillian goes in there kind of trying to take the focus off of them, kind of like belittling Sally. So she's like, mm-hmm. I'll take, the, I'll take the heat. I'll take whatever you guys have to throw at me. Just don't just be nice to my sister, you know, which I love because in the very beginning when they're young and Jillian gets hit, like Sally comes to her rescue, which right. she does later on, but like Jillian also comes to Sally's rescue like a yeah. lot. Yeah. 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 So I thought it was a, a, a cute dynamic, um, And I thought it was a nice uh, way to show her love for her sister, even though like she's she was gone for a lot of her young adult life. Yeah. Oh, so I guess this was her way of repaying Sally to, you know, just show her how much she loves her. Guess who's back?
0: Yeah. Back again.
1: Back again. Julian's back, tell a friend. Yeah, right. So, so yeah, so it's guess who's back, girls, hang on to your husbands. And I love that little that little hip thrust she does in that yeah. scene <laughs> with that with that very 90s belly chain fucking love it um all right so then the next the next line or the next little chunk is this is still the first verse she goes you talk about me like it's news and you really think i can't hear you if you must know their wives can't keep track of them mm? shit, so she knows some shit so she is not denying that other you know, wives, husbands are lusting, lusting after her. She's kind of owning it. She doesn't give a shit. She's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you talk about me like it's news. You think I can't hear you? But if you must know, their wives, it's up to the wives to keep track of their husbands and they're not doing a very good job. It's not my it's fault. It's up to the mans to like be the mans and not do that. But she's, <laughs> well, saying, yeah. she's saying, you think you have this like perfect life? Like, no, nah, bitch. Like you don't even know what your husband's been up to. Right, right. So yeah, it's ultimately yeah, it's up to the man to keep his shit in his pants. But like, it's the wives that are talking all this shit about her, so she's kind of just throwing it back to them, like, "Bitch, take care of take care of your man." Are That's... you gonna play this for that for us? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll play. Are, are we gonna play it in sections and then play the whole thing at the? I don't remember how we did it on the last one. I think we just did little. I think mm. we did section by section. I don't think we played the whole thing because our our patrons on our eight dollar tier will get the whole song to stream.
0: Right, right, right. Or if you show up
1: to the lives, you get a little live concert. Yeah, so on the next live, we'll play this song in its entirety. Where's my tuna? The sound, oh my god, the sound that the classroom door makes when it closes behind her triggers me for some reason. I don't know why do you, I can hear it, you know, that
0: like, I
1: don't, (laughs) it's not a, like it like, shuts but it has like a reverberation and I don't know what it is but that classroom is triggering what notes do you use in this song Um, let's see
0: or is it capo 2
1: yeah okay so it's capo 2 it's in G A minor C, D Beautiful It pretty much loops those chords and then the pre-chorus is different and then like the bridge is different I think Can you hear this? Alright so yeah So that's the first can you hear my voice, while I can, yeah.
0: All right, so then the first verse goes like this. Do you know about a snake tattoo? Did you hear about the coochie screw? Well, guess those bad girls hang on to your husbands. You talk about me like it's news, and you really think I can't hear you. If you must know that wives can't keep track of them. So
1: then this goes to the pre-chorus. Alright, so now it changes to an A minor, and then it goes to C, G, D, and it does that twice. So, in this part, you can still hear my voice okay? hmm Alright. So, in this part, um, it says, but me... After she says their wives can't keep track of them, that's the last line of the verse, she says, but me, I'm like the breeze, never in one place for too long, but she, referring to Sally wants to belong here so i'm here to help her move things along i love it this also kind of like after that little bit it reminds me of like a hootie and the blowfish kind of style (laughs) i love it 90s baby right oh 90s 90s had the best songwriting yeah yeah so so that pre-chorus sounds like this but me
0: i'm like the breeze
1: To the G, okay. But this first, this first chorus is. This, this is going into the chorus now. Um It starts off right with the hook, phone tree day, right? It drops down a little bit. It's not a full out chorus yet, because it's kind of like setting the mood a little bit for what she's about to walk into. This whole shit show of a PTA meeting she's about to walk into. She's kind of like setting these are like her, like her thoughts, thoughts right before she opens the door. Yeah, yeah. yeah so she's before she had her she has her hand hand on that the handle of that door she's kind of composing herself and she just kind of takes a breath and she's like
0: long treating. well it's looking like it's pretty lame i sure as hell wasn't cut out for hanging with the pta couldn't out with the he said she said because it's her right.
1: so now she's about to walk into that room right she walks into that room so the line this next line so this is more about this next verse is more about that mockery tone kind of like reiterating more bullshit that these townswomen are saying and this not this isn't in the movie these lines but it's just like kind of more of that stuff that you know i would envision that they would be saying right have you seen inside their haunted house? You can see right through her see-through blouse. And then she kind of claps back at them again. Well, guess who's got a knack for killing husbands? <laughs> right? And then, then again, more more gossip. Did you see both of their palms have scars? And I heard they make placenta bars at that one shop where she sells all of those potions, kind of pointing to Sally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So,
0: so that part uh, sounds like this. Have you seen inside the haunted house? You can see right through a see-through blast. Well, guess who's got a knack for killing husbands? You see both of the palms have scars and I heard they make placenta bars at that one shop where she
1: sells all of those potions. So now here's another pre-chorus. Again, it goes back to the A minor. So now um, Jillian is referring back to Sally she she says she handles with ease all of those rumors and running mouths but me i never belonged here so i don't mind giving them something to talk about hell yeah right it's like she she knows this isn't her place so if she if she can get again like we said before if she can get the the attention put on her the negative attention put on her as opposed to on her sister She'll do anything she can to get the heat off of Sally and get it onto her. Because she's like, I'm leaving again soon anyway. I don't care what they have to say about me. I don't have to deal with this. But just leave my sister alone, you know? Yeah, I don't think she ever planned on staying. But she at the end of the movie, she's still there, so. Right, but then also at the end of the movie, they're accepted. True. You know? I feel like like it would be too boring for her there. Oh, 100%. I can almost guarantee that. Even though Jillian has a home here now, and now they're accepted, I can almost guarantee that she prob- she would be on a plane in a heartbeat to go anywhere. I think to stay close, maybe she'd be like a New Yorker. Like, she needs that hustle and bustle. She needs something to keep her interest. Yeah. And, like, I just think she's just got that free spirit. She's got wanderlust. She wants to see the world. She wants to experience different different things, different scenarios. I just think that's who she is. She just likes to—she's a free spirit. Again, like she says, I'm like the wind. Never in one place for too long. You called her a fart in the wind before. <laughs> a fart in the wind. Right? It yeah. happens and then she's out. Like, she, gone. she dissipates. She dissipates into the air. And that goes back to like what you were saying about the uh, the Bonnie rate giving them something to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think you put that in your one of the notes that you had. Oh, you put that toward the end of the bridge you sent over. So I think I popped that over to the end of the second pre-chorus oh okay yeah about that i helped with this one (laughs) so could you play the pre-chorus yeah yeah that we just talked about into the chorus chorus. so here is the
0: second pre-chorus she
1: goes back now this goes right into the bridge okay so if we want to circle back and talk about what you sent me over christina you started off with no way you want this kind of normal same hair same clothes same disdain on their mouths with all that magic in you sal there's no way of hiding ourselves might as well have some fun make them cringe and give them something to talk about you said it needs a line and a finisher so I kind of took about, I took that line, give them something to talk about, pop that in at the end of the second pre-chorus. And then I use your very first line, no way you want this kind of normal. Or no, uh, you said no way you want this kind of normal. And I kind of flipped it because Sally does want that kind of normal. Jillian does not. So I I put it in kind of her words. There's no way I want this kind of normal. And then she refers to her sister. She says, but it means the world to her. And then you said, uh, with all that magic in you, Sal, so I kind of, like, reworded it a little bit to fit with the um, the core, the structure. Um, I, I put, and if only she could see she has the power to be so alive. And it also goes back to, kind of, I think, who was it, Antonia or Kylie in that one scene when they're leaving her shop. And, like, uh, I think Antonia goes, she's got all the power and she doesn't even know how to use it. She doesn't even use it. She doesn't even know how to use it. So I'm kind of like going back to that and Jillian kind of reiterating that she has, she, if only she could see she has the power to be so alive. Mm -hmm. Like Sally, when Michael died, I kind of feel like Sally, a part of her, well, obviously a part of her died with him, but she's also acting like she's the dead one too. Mm -hmm. You know? Just through life existing. Yeah. She's, she's alive, but she's not really thriving. Right? Mm -hmm. Like. So I kind of like came at it from that perspective and Jillian kind of like seeing that and noticing that and acknowledging that and wanting to point that out. She just loves her sister so much and she just wants to see her alive and using her magic the way she was intended to and not to hide it away. And like Jillian has even said in the movie, like, if I if I only had one ounce of your of your magic, Sal. Yeah. Like the things that she would do, you know? Yeah. Yeah, whether what? those are moral things or not, we don't know exactly. And like the aunt say, well, we know Jillian has her own kind of magic, right? And that's... which makes me think, like, would Jillian rather be able to do what Sally does instead of what she's, you know, naturally attuned to? You know what I mean? Right. right. Well, it's like that kind of like the grass is greener on the other side kind of deal. I'm sure Sally kind of feels the same way, looking at her sister. Like the aunt said, we had to use molasses to get your legs to open up. Like she's at the complete opposite end of this. So yeah. yeah, it's just they have a a very, very fun dynamic. I think the both of them. You know, they're 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 salt and pepper. They're peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> they're the lime and the coconut. The lime and the coconut. Okay, so
0: the bridge goes like this. All right.
1: Guitar solo here, very nineties guitar solo, and it goes right into the chorus again. In here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I kind of use that walk down again. Like I know we talked about the walk down a little bit. This is such a like small scene. Like it's v- pretty short. You yeah. know, they don't show the school ever again, but it's so important. 100% to solidify like Jillian's owning her her sexuality her and coming own- back and like showing her sister like bitch, they're always going to be talking.
0: Mm-hmm. always
1: and it's okay like the, the what's the worst that's gonna happen in this classroom nothing right yeah. right well all that's missing now is me naked without my homework right <laughs> that's the only thing that can make it worse i guess in sally's mind right, right. like but but uh julian don't give a fuck and she wants to show her sister it's okay to not give any fucks yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's just it's just a fun scene it's like just clapping back at all their little those townspeople's all their rumors and harsh words and all the things that they—all they're running mouths, man. and they run running mouths. I don't exactly. think there has ever, ever, ever been a song written about a phone tree. I don't think so. And That's I also amazing. don't think there's ever, ever, ever been a song with the word placenta in it. I know. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. I wanted to play this one at at my show the other night, or not the other night, uh, last month. But I was like. Ugh. It's not really my crowd. They're not listening to my stories about the songs. They're gonna hear mm. placenta and just be like, what the fuck? Is she saying <laughs> bye? Placenta bar placenta. Placenta. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll just keep that one in my back pocket for now. It's fine. The last chorus, I think on the version maybe the original version that like you sent over, like you built it. Like, you really, you, I think you really go for it. I, but this time, like, it sounded like you were, like, falsettoing a little bit just for the sake of the speaker or the sake of the mic. Well, yeah, the microphone and, like, my, my voice is not really warmed up right now. But I wanted to say, like, when you did your show and you did another song of ours called Devil of the Desert, I think you did that one. Yeah. And you hit that, like, last, pe- people were, like, audibly, like, what? like all for it because you you are killing the vocals in these songs thank you yeah when I when I play live I really like I use I use my diaphragm you use that good I use that good I yeah I'm a loud freaking mouth and people don't expect it because I'm four foot 11 as we've discussed (laughs) it always comes back to my height but I got a loud mouth what can I say yeah, I hardly added anything to this. You were like maybe a bridge, but I think you were just too busy working on other stuff. You were like, I'm gonna put this to the side. Maybe if she has an idea, she'll throw it in. But like, yeah, yeah. I could have left it alone, and <laughs> you would have been fine. Um, I think I did wait a little bit on the bridge. I didn't write the bridge right away hmm. because I think initially I wanted to have like a little bit in this song where they were talking like through a phone or something like that. Oh, cute. Yeah, and like when we do actual production like that yeah. that answering machine sound like yeah yeah sound. Yeah, I I don't remember what I wanted them to talk about. I don't remember where I was going with that. Mm-hmm. I was kind of trying to just like let it sit and marinate for a little bit cuz like as we talked about with Auntie Laura, we just just have to kind of let let things sit a little bit. Let ideas come to you. Right. And and for this one, it, like I had that idea, but it it was it just wasn't fleshing itself out. But I wanted to kind of like wrap thing. I I really like using the bridge of a song to kind of re- encapsulate the whole... It, the bridge, it like sums up the whole song as a whole. Right.
0: Yeah, you, you did that
1: in five lines. Yeah. And that's the, the whole... That's the beauty of a bridge. Like to just encapsulate the whole concept of a song and just kind of wrap it up so you can get on with the last chorus and then finish <laughs> the song. So I like to think of, of the song like when you tear apart the structure, the chorus the hook it kind of it's it's the basis of the song it's like it kind of tells you where where what your goal is or what the whole concept is i'm i'm explaining this in a really shitty way you're fine but the verses are the little puzzle pieces and parts they're the different chapters of the story that kind of piece it all together and give you the context right so in that first verse, it's kind oh. of setting it's set in the stage. It's like, all right, these bitches are gossiping. All right, this is a girl who doesn't care what they're talking about. And then the pre-choruses kind of reiterate and set you up for that main message, which is ultimately the chorus. You heard the song by Blues Traveler called Hook? Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. love that song. I love those lyrics because he's basically saying, like, I haven't said anything yet. Like oh, I want to look up the lyric real quick. Blues. Um, he wrote that song in frustration because the record labels kept like not really paying attention to him, or like he kept trying to shop his music. Nobody was biting on you know what he was writing. Uh huh. And he wrote that kind of like as mockery to the labels for only being after the the hook. It says, it doesn't matter what I say, so long as I say it with inflection, Uh that makes you feel I'll convey something, inner truth or vast reflection, but I've said nothing so far and I can keep it up for as long as it takes. And it don't matter who you are. If I'm doing my job, it's your resolve that breaks. I got to meet John Popper, by the way. Did you really? We got, so a friend of mine knows the guitarist for mm, Sugar Ray. (laughs) oh shit okay and they were playing out in california and it was like um it was like a throwback it was like sugar ray blues traveler and some other band um walking on the sun who did that song oh might as well be smash mouth
0: Mouth. oh my god so
1: we got to hang out with like the bands in the fucking parking lot like near their vans and stuff like that their vans their buses and i really had i like john i like i was like i want to meet john popper because he's such an amazing um Har- harp it. Uh, yeah mouth harp yeah. and like not mouth harp that's a different instrument that's like the <laughs> coing, coing, coing. oh okay but um I got to light his cigarette and we got to talk oh. and like what he was talking it? about he was talking about how to shoot the moon down <laughs> like aliens and stuff oh, I was like, oh John <laughs> classic John you hung you legit hung out with him yeah and then we that's went so cool. oh it was really funny we got to go so Sugar Ray whatever his name is Mark McGrath Wood did not want to, like, do the nightlife. He did not want to, like, hang out. He was going in his bus with his family and going to bed. oh Smash Mouth guy. We, ha- we went on his bus, and he was just watching. He was watching Wolf of Wall Street, which the friend I was with was an extra in. And I was <laughs> like, this is a fucking small world. They were just hanging out. I was like, I feel so weird. Everybody in Hollywood and, like, the music world, they're all connected. It's, it's like high school all over again. He wasn't. She's. She's from Pennsylvania. She's like two hours from me. All right, you want it, girl. But anyway, yeah. she was part of the movie, and it was just funny that that movie was on for That's- while we were there. That's amazing. Um, I also have—I don't have a John Popper connection, but I also have a friend. <laughs> I have a friend who used to. She used to be a dancer for the New York Knicks. A Romanza. I'm a Capricorn, you a Cancer. Um, my friend Kristen, who worked on the cruise ship, and married a Croatian guy. Okay. Okay. All right. So my friend Kristen, she's basically Jillian. Like she can never, she cannot stay in one place. I call Kristen a fart in the wind all the time. <laughs> well, not so not so much anymore. Now she's married. She settled down. She has her house with her, her husband and her baby. She's, she's having another baby, by the way. Oh, um, mazel. She, she's got her fan. She's got a family now. And I was like, I would have never saw this girl settling down wow. ever. Cause that's how much like since high school. She's just always been on the go. She's lived in Massachusetts in Bo- like the Boston area, she's lived in Seattle. Um she's the one who got she we went up to Seattle to get all of her crap in storage and drove down the Pacific Coast to LA. She's the one who did all that that whole little stint with me, lived in my house with me and my brother and our roommates. She was there for like a week, right? She was supposed to live there with us like for a she's while. She's gone. We got a phone call probably within the same week we moved down there, okay? For a Carnival Cruise. Oh my God. And she was she was out. She was out. What the hell is she doing for Carnival Cruise? She was dancing. She was she got a dancing gig on the ship. Oh my god. She was a, a cruise ship performer for wow. like eight, eight to ten years. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. She met her husband on the cruise. On the on well, he was a bartender on the cruise ship. He was a Capricorn she was a cancer. She, she was a Capricorn. She was a <laughs> She is actually a Libra. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I don't remember what he is. Uh, no, I think he's a Sagittarius. I think our our birthdays are in the same month. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So, so that makes sense for him. Um, but it also it also kind of makes sense for her, like Libra, like you know, can never make a decision. Just like I want to live here. No, I want to live here. Like you yes. know. So I guess they they just work out. But I I always um I always consider I've always looked at Kristen as like she had like that Jillian spirit. Yeah. Um, But funny story, going back to John Popper, she did a stint out in, I think her dance troupe went to, where did they go? Afghanistan or something after 9-11, something for the troops. She performed for the troops and John Popper, she met him out there. That's awesome. That right? is so freaking sweet. I bet she met a ton of stars, A-listers. Oh yeah. And her dance troupe, she wasn't on Sex and the City, but her dance troupe was. What? Yeah. So I don't. I don't know what if they like dancing. You never saw like n- the New York Knicks like basketball halftime dancing. Oh, okay. Like cheerleading dancing. Gotcha. High yeah. kicks and yeah, yeah, yeah. Slits. Like, like they do like little dance routines in between. I guess. I don't know. I don't know anything about basketball. So is it <laughs> quarters
0: quarter down?
1: It... Yeah, like <laughs> <Touchdown> <laughs> for basketball. <laughs> um. Yeah, they would dance in between. I guess parts of the game. So okay yeah there was a, there was an episode of sex in the city where they featured wait him. so she met john popper out like in the in middle of Afghanistan East? yeah the <laughs> fuck we'll have to have her on this because wow. I don't I don't know I would her. love to I want to meet her yeah oh Kristen yeah she's she sounds she's amazing good. she's she's seen everywhere everything everywhere all the time all at once Every- <laughs> that's dude. travel is in my soul uh it's just not in my wallet yeah
0: and if I just, it was
1: i would be like Jillian. i i mean i tried for a while i was like hell yeah i'm getting out of pennsylvania fuck yeah i'm going to california and it was like the military moving around i was like this is great we're gonna move every like three four years yeah. perfect you know you like, and i like think
0: that
1: yeah i i think i think i would have been all right with it the thing was like at that was before I realized like I had, so- we talked about this in like one of the first episodes. Like I love, I love so strongly and like meeting like military wives and trying to fit in, like saying goodbye to people is not my thing. Like yeah. I have to be the one that leaves. I think,
0: you okay. know what I mean? Right. I don't know you if have you, have be, like
1: that. you have to be the Jillian
0: yes. <laughs> the situation. Yeah. I gotta got to leave first.
1: It. Yeah. I don't like leaving either. I remember when I went out to LA. Okay. Did I ever tell you this story? How mine and Avi's relationship started? Mm-mm. We started a relationship as I was... Well, no, we had started a relationship already. We had only been dating for maybe a month. And then my brother, I get a phone call. I had just lost my job, a desk job that I had for like three years. Because the economy went to shit. So they were laying everybody off. I was just a receptionist. So they were like, yeah, we don't need you anymore. What, what year for? was this? 2008. Okay. Fall. Autumn okay. <laughs> 2008. Um, so me and Avi started talking like autumn 2008. And by the time New Year's rolled around, 2009... Um, we had started officially like dating and we had only been together for a month and then my brother I was jobless at this time my brother calls me and he's like he had just finished he just graduated college in Savannah Georgia and he was like I'm going out to LA he he's he's been saying this since he was like five okay he always wanted to move out to California since he was like five I don't know what it is but that was his like life goal and he's like living his dream right now i'm so happy for him that's awesome crazy to see that right so so he called me he was like yeah i'm going out to um we're driving out to la do you want to come he was like i i I found us a house like he did all the work he was like i found us a house um you know just if you want to come out you have a room just let me know it's there and then he like kind of put the bug in my ear he's like you're never gonna get whenever when are you ever gonna get to do this again What did you do when you were out there for, did you work at all? No, I did not. I wouldn't have either. (laughs) I I saw, I was like, I'm, I'm, you know, I lost my job. I'm taking this time right now for me. And I just want to clear my head and see if I even like it out there. And I brought my guitar out there and I, that's what I did out there. I pursued, I pursued music out there. Awesome. I was playing okay. open mics. I was, you know, playing showcases. I played a major label showcase. That's where I met Ron Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> but you still haven't posted that picture. Oh, I got it. Okay, I'll post it. I'll post it for you guys after this episode. For this episode, I'll post it for you guys on the Patreon. Perfect. Um, yeah, Patreon. So so yeah, I did a lot of music out there. Um. I didn't really write many songs out there. I wrote one song out there called Jersey Girls, which was like a little diddy about me actually not liking la oh <laughs> plot twist plot twist i did not like la um it was a song about how jersey girls should not live in la okay so do you remember um, it can we put that on patreon i could do you want me to play it right now no 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 <laughs> we can hang up and you can start playing it and we'll just pop it right on patreon Alright, alright, yeah. If you guys want to hear my song Jersey Girls, we'll put that up on the Patreon. Okay. Um, But yeah, it was basically a song about how, like, I was comparing uh LA to New Jersey and New York, and how, like, all the things that I, I did back at home just did not, simply did not exist out in LA, and it was, I was just feeling homesick so hard. Yeah. And, yeah, mind you, me and Avi had just started our relationship, and my brother gave me that call, and I, I call Avi, and I'm like, so, um i'll be I back think I'm, i think i'm gonna move to la and he and he was completely cool about it he was like wow because he knew i was pursuing music pretty hard at that time so he was like dude just go pursue your dreams i don't want to be the reason why anything Aww. does not work out for you So <laughs> sweet and the, i think in that moment that was like when i was like i'm gonna marry you <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm gonna marry you it's like, you know, that, that saying, like, if if you set something free and it's truly yours, it'll come back to you. Like, he completely had faith in that sentiment. He, he was snagged like, yeah, you. just go, just go, do what you need to do. And I And I did. I went out there and he visited me like twice and I came home to visit him once. And luckily my aunt worked for Continental or United Airlines or something. She was able to get us like standby flights for really cheap. Nice. So we like, that's how we were able to fly back and forth. So, so frequently, but like, we were like, this is not sustainable, not sustainable. If we want to do, if we want to do this long-term, like one of us has to make a decision. When you moved back, did you move back in with your parents? Yeah. 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 I moved, I lived with my parents until we got married. Okay. So so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm old school, traditional Italian girl. Okay. (laughs) Dude, I am too. I lived with my parents until I got married too. I did spend six months in Ohio okay but that was not that's a different topic i wanted to ask to get back on the subject of this song. was there i'm looking at our there's a practical magic concept album inspiration playlist on spotify were any of these songs in your mind when you wrote this like what were you hearing besides like the were you hearing anything besides the general like 90s aesthetic of this song Maybe a little bit of country. I'm trying to think who I was channeling when I was writing this song. Maybe a little Sheryl Crow. Maybe a little, um... Who is, like, 60? Sheryl Crow's, like, 60. Oh, she looks great. She's amazing! Right? Yeah, she's beautiful. Um, did you know she was a background singer for Michael Jackson? No. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. And there were actually rumors of them having, like, a romantic thing because she was such, like, a hot commodity on his tour oh my goodness you can if you can find a documentary on her maybe like a behind the music or something like vh1 it's probably floating around youtube watch her documentary it's fascinating how she just like rose to super stardom good for her god yeah. damn yeah well, the reason i ask is because like one of the songs on here is like x's and o's by l king which kind of still has like the same oh, like wait. beat I have- I have that on the phone treat list. No, okay. it's under Practical Magic Concept Inspo. Do you have, I don't have those individual uh, uh, playlists. Okay. Let me look at the individual playlists okay. for that song. Yeah, I don't have anything on here. <laughs> okay, no, that's alright. I was just interested. I think I was trying to channel, like, I don't know, like anything that you would typically hear on, like, Gilmore Girls. Okay. I definitely get, like I said, like, uh Hootie or um, Bare Naked Ladies have a yeah. lot of the the at least the chorus feel okay. I also really love Liz Fair. I I haven't listened to to too much Juliana Hatfield, but I don't know why I was thinking of her. I was thinking of her when I was writing the song. I don't know why. Okay. I've only I only really know the song that she had on the Craft soundtrack, but I kind of want to like right, dive right. down that rabbit hole of her music a little bit more because I was. Okay. I had her in my mind when I was writing this and I don't know why because like I don't really even know much of her. Muse. Write that down somewhere because you're gonna forget that like 10 years from now when the songs are made. Yeah well well we have it recorded now. so <gasps> That's true. Oh my god <laughs> we have a podcast? We have a podcast? Wait Christina you didn't know we had a podcast? What have we been doing this whole time? I thought we were just zooming. You didn't know we were recording right now?
0: <laughs> so- I like
1: these episodes because they're so easy to talk about and just I get to listen to you play which is. A, a gem in, and it's in, in, nice in to uh, break free from the script a little bit you know yeah Since we didn't before, have to do uh, any notes for this one it's so because you know we're so research oriented and referring to the books the song is so are a nice way to just like just kick back chill play some music talk about music talk about the stories that inspired the music totally and yeah it's just a lot of fun and like I hope these episodes end up resonating with somebody because I know like these haven't been our most popular episodes like our first song episode didn't really get that many streams uh, like in I guess in correlation with all the other more thematic focused focused episodes we have mm. so maybe that's why um oh, but we so- want the songs out there who gives a shit yeah exactly it's like we- we're casting our little line out there and hopefully some little guppies bite the line we'll we'll <laughs> see how how it works, but yeah, if you guys want more song episodes, if you guys want to know more um or hear more, join our Facebook lives patreon five dollar tier, and you'll get an up close impersonal front seat row spot, and you know talk to us a little bit more one on one on our lives about these songs as of right now, we haven't decided a date for our March live, but just keep an eye out on Instagram. we post it on there uh if you so choose to join us yeah they're mostly at th- they're usually toward, toward the end of the, end month. Of the month right yeah. we've been doing them yeah mm-hmm. all right <laughs> we're good here <laughs> are we good here we're good here oh man i don't think we introduced ourselves but who gives a shit at the end it at this matter. point if somebody's starting with this episode that's a weird this is we weird. applaud you thank you yeah, yeah um yeah all right so If you guys have thoughts about the uh, phone tree day scene, we'd love to hear your thoughts about phone tree day. Is it your favorite scene? Is it your least favorite scene? Do you think Jillian is kind of going out of her mind showing up to that classroom in that getup? Right. Do you think she was a little overboard? Do you think it was called for? Would you have done that? Yeah. Because like, keep in mind, she had to go home and get changed and then go to the school wearing that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right, man. Where, Where are we at? Where can they find this? We're on Instagram over... Magnolia Street Podcast over there. Yes, we are on Patreon if you guys want to support us and the songs that we're hoping to record one day. That's the whole point of this podcast. Like, we started this podcast because we wanted to get these songs out there. And um, we would love to do a crowdfunding campaign to eventually get these songs professionally recorded. And we'd love to release a a vinyl for for this i think it would be so cool to, double vinyl double vinyl beautiful artwork by, by christina oh yeah christina. Signed, by alice hoffman. <laughs> signed by alice hoffman um dude it would be so cool to get her involved in some way but i'm sure she has bigger fish to fry than yeah, you know, yeah, our, yeah our stupid yeah. ass face <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah uh support us on patreon patreon.com slash magnolia street podcast we have tiers ranging from one to fifteen dollars i just want to say like that there's no pressure to do so but my god the people who are over there are just so freaking sweet i don't know if it's gonna get cut out but early in the show where i'm just watching our discord and like our patrons talking over there on the discord are just so nice to each other and they like really support each other and it's really nice to see (laughs) it's adorable it's really sweet and feel- we do appreciate the the support um the funds that we are gathering i we haven't decided yet but they are still in like our little our little nest. bank
0: A nest, really,
1: nest egg right and i think Justine and i would really like to meet up with each other one day and possibly perf- bring you a show some kind of live show perhaps maybe salem maybe coopville we don't know yet that but that's be- the that's That'd the goal be. that's what we're trying to maybe accomplish here with with patrons help yeah. yeah i'm just like i'm just like can we just like get millions of listeners already so we can go on tour because i'm i can't i don't know how much longer i can't sit still she's like i can't i yeah i i need i need to play music for people <laughs> Like oh I, I'm God. just sitting home playing music for Christina and like you guys that are listening, but I'd rather play them for you in person so I can meet all your beautiful faces. Justina gets jazzed up with the energy of the audience. It yeah. was really cool to see. Like, there's two two videos, two or three videos over on the Patreon of you performing these live at that show, yeah. and like you're like, I knew those people were fucking talking over me, so you know what? I just sang
0: louder because,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, that's you got that's what you got to do. You're a performer. You got to adjust you um, own it adapt to the environment that you're in and those people weren't giving me the respect i felt like i deserved. so yeah i upped the ante a little bit all right man sorry, um, i'm sorry to... <laughs> i think you need a coffee i'm you trying to a hold it i just had some tea we what did we what else we got anything we, else we have a we, gmail we, yeah My podcast at gmail.com you can find us on spotify you can find us on goodreads we're on tiktok google it google it uh do your own research sorry <laughs> <laughs> we're off for the rest of the day
0: yeah.
1: um what was i was gonna say oh it's, listen to the very next episode it's gonna be a lot of fun it's our gonna be our wmsr episode session two radio show style we get to live the v uh what the video jockey disc jockey. Yeah. disc jockey dreams that i don't know did you ever uh pretend to do that as a kid oh yeah absolutely yeah. Dude, we, I'm pretty sure me and my brother have cassette tapes, like, stocked away of us just, like, doing our own radio shows. Just talking. Just I used to pretend talking. to, like, get interviewed when I was in the bathroom, like, on the toilet. I would just, like, like, uh-huh. I'm, like, a David Letterman, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like well, not anything like a radio show, but whatever. On the toilet. <laughs> that seems very on brand for you. Um, so, so, yeah, we get to uh, live our uh, disc jockey dreams through through. Doing these shows, and they're affiliated with Spotify, so yeah, definitely make sure you have a Spotify account if you want to hear that episode. Some of the songs we might be talking about, we got songs from like Aretha Franklin, we got songs from Dolly, Cranberries, uh, The Darkness, and more. Like I think we have about eleven songs we're gonna do that next episode. Yeah, and they're mostly the songs that we talked about on past episodes, and we. We uh tally we polled our Patreon patrons on the live this past weekend and they kind of guided us which how many or what songs of these they wanted to hear on the next MSR episode. Yeah. So, if you want to help decide what songs is going to be on the next one, join our Facebook lives and weigh in, weigh in on the on the discussion. <laughs> so that's all I got. Join, three- it losers. <laughs> join it losers. Um all right, be there or be square. It's your choice sorry right, man I'm Christina I'm Justina and we'll see you next time <laughs> sorry and we'll see you next time <laughs> I'm I'm gonna leave that I'm not gonna separate
0: it just leave it just leave it so <laughs> at that house down the street at that house on Magnolia Street would you go down to Magnolia the street with it was scary a girl